0: How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we're going to be reacting to and giving some analysis to the Bears' miraculous 20-19 win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Thursday Night Football. The Bears moved to 4-1, and and we've got a ton to talk about in this one. So let's hop right into it. I would like to say before we get into this one, do us a favor, whatever platform you're listening on, subscribe we are putting out content every day of the week and are going to keep it up and the bears are four and one i am your host chris malpy and today to talk about this incredible comeback victory that ended in what jalen predicted to be a cairo santos game winner i am joined with both of my co-hosts jalen mcclinton the one who did predict that ending and zach rimbos
1: guys how about that man uh I don't want to say it's birthday luck but I definitely feel like it's birthday luck um even when he was kicking the field goal I, I'm not the most confident in Santos uh you know I'm I haven't been the most confident in any bears kicker since robbie gold uh Cody Parkey gives me flashback vibes to you know I, ha- I have PTSD every time a kicker goes out there and gives us a chance to win the game but um I'm extremely happy um i almost had another heart attack but uh when i'll I'll have four heart attacks when when the bears are taking w so um can't complain extremely excited the bears have 10 days off until we play again that's much needed rest for this team they deserve it and uh yeah that's about it
2: boy i am um i'm lost for words here i that was such an amazing performance i honestly think that was the best game of the year the nfl has had uh so far i that was such such a crazy game five or six lead changes um and, I mean, what a show out by both teams. That was a hell of a game. Uh, my heart is racing. My voice is kind of gone. Um, but, yeah, let's get it going. I'm so excited to talk about this game.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be hoarse in a couple days too, but at least we get a couple days off now, a couple days to chill. But we're still going to be putting content out. So before we get into this one, let's go over some stats. For the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, obviously put up 19 points in this game. Tom Brady, 25 for 41, 253 yards, 6.2 yards per pass one touchdown sack three times for 20 yards and a passer rating of 86.7 Ronald Jones the second had a great day on the ground 17 uh, carries for 106 yards 6.2 yards per carry so um, we'll talk about it later but the Bears most definitely have uh, a nose tackle position to worry about in the receiving game Tyler Johnson the rookie out of Minnesota someone who we talked about so much on this podcast uh as someone who we thought would come to the bears had a great day four receptions for 61 yards for him uh 15.3 yards per catch Gronkowski three catches for 52 Cameron Brait five catches for 44 and Mike Evans five for 41 and a touchdown Keshawn Vaughn had one fumble for the Buccaneers reco- uh, recovered by Robert Quinn forced on an incredible play by Kyle Fuller taking a look At the Tampa Bay defense, Carlton Davis had a great game. Two passes defended and an interception with seven tackles. Seven tackles for Sean Murphy bunting. Uh, Antoine Winfield with five. Jason Pierre-Paul with four. Uh, Also a sack that was a strip sack. Let's take a look at the Bears. Nick Foles leading another miraculous comeback. Uh, It it was a dormant first and third quarter for Foles, but my goodness, when he got it rolling, he got it rolling. 30 for 42, 243 yards, 5.8 yards per pass, a touchdown and interception. He was sacked three times, ended up this game with a rating of 83.7, but he did enough to win it for us. Uh, In regards to the Bears rushing, it was bad once again, and that's something that we predicted early on. Uh, David Montgomery, 10 carries for 29 yards. Did get his first score on the season, so the Bears are... In the rushing column when it comes to touchdowns, Allen Robinson uh, had a crucial drop pass at the end of the game. Also, had another ball kind of wrestled away away from him for an interception. Uh, Right after the game, the first thing Robinson did is went into the locker room and tweeted out, I'm going to be better, no cap. But 10 yards for 90, uh, 10 receptions for 90 yards, uh, nine yards per catch. Jimmy Graham with a miraculous one handed catch for a touchdown. My my goodness, Uh, as I start to go horse. The signing of Jimmy Graham has paid off very nicely for the Bears. He's got four touchdowns on the season, three catches for 33 yards and a touchdown in this one. Cordell Patterson got involved in the receiving game, three catches for 38 yards. David Montgomery was seven for 28. Darnell Mooney only targeted twice in this one, 15 yards for him and four catches for Anthony Miller. Uh, Taking a look at the Bears' defense, it was was a bounce-back game for Danny Trevathan. A lot of people were unhappy with him, but he did have his best game of the season, eight tackles, one pass defended. Roquan Smith with seven tackles, a tackle for a loss and two passes defended. But my oh my, Khalil Mack, three tackles, three quarterback hits, two sacks, a pass defended, and a tackle for a loss, So before we get into our MVPs of the game, we're going to give our instant reaction to that because I feel like this season we haven't gotten through a Bears game without a heart attack, but my goodness gracious, what an upset win and what a statement win for the Bears after coming off a tough loss against the Indianapolis Colts. Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you first. You called the Cairo Santos game-winning field goal. How great did it feel to win that one?
1: It felt amazing. Um, like I told you before, I was having a heart attack. As my sister gets extremely loud, uh, I apologize for that. But um, it was it was extremely frustrating for like the first quarter of the game. Uh, Nick Foles was was missing a couple of throws here and there, and you know I'm not even gonna lie, I was I was bashing him. You know I, I was frustrated. I I wanted to win this game. This is a, a big opportunity to prove that to the NFL, like we, we belong to. Oh my God, she's so loud that we belong to be in the NFL or or be, or be, or be a three or be a three and one team, and we showed it today. Uh, we're probably still gonna get data on just because of who we are and and you know have we won these games. But I'm extremely excited. We're four and one. Can't complain about that at all. Uh, Nick Foles played well when he had to. Uh, that was a great throw and a great catch uh, on, on that Jimmy Graham touchdown. I was like, oh, my God, he actually caught that. And then he made a couple plays at at the end of the game to uh, put us into field goal range and for Santos to uh, win us the game. So, like I said, I'm extremely excited. And, uh, oh, my, 4-1. Yeah,
0: I, I remember one specific moment that's going to stand out for me in this game is when there was actually kind of a heated argument on the sidelines between uh, Nick Foles and Matt Nagy. And what Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, the commentators, were saying is they predicted that Foles wanted to do what he wanted to do with this offense, and Nagy wasn't letting him do this. This wasn't the greatest called game by Nagy. It was good. It was good enough to win, but it was not by any means great. And we saw Foles take over when he was able to do what he wanted to, missed a couple of early throws, one to Allen Robinson, one, a deep ball that was a guaranteed touchdown to Darnell Mooney. But when Foles was able to run the offense how he wanted to, he excelled. And we saw that Andy Reid-type offense prevail in this one because Foles was able to do what he wanted to do with some targets that he doesn't have too much reps with. him. it makes me so excited knowing that we won because I know next week, uh, first off, we have a 9- or 10-day break before we head to Carolina. That's a, a very winnable game. That's the one I expect the Bears to win. But Foles is going to continue to gain chemistry and traction with this receivers, and that's going to be great. And Cairo Santos, oh, man, I was so happy when he nailed that one. But Foles made some special plays tonight. Uh, had a great throw at the end to Allen Robinson that he did drop on a surprising second-down throw call by Matt Nagy, but put it in the absolute basket uh, to David Montgomery on a throw that ended up getting the Bears in field goal range for Santos. And I'm not sure that's a throw Mitchell Trubisky could have made. That was a special throw, maybe a little bit underthrown, but he put it over two or three uh, Tampa Bay defenders, and it was an incredible throw. Uh, Once again, the Bears' defense prevails. Uh, A statement game for Khalil Mack. This defense stood up, held Tampa Bay, who was the 4.5-point favorite, I believe, going into this one, to only 19 points to give the offense a chance. The offense definitely isn't fully there yet but they did enough to win this one, and I couldn't be happier. So that's my initial reaction, and you got to keep letting Foles do what he wants to because he's definitely special in this offense when he's able to do what he wants to, and hopefully the Bears can keep uh, getting the running game going moving forward. But we'll talk about that a little later on. I'm going to pass it to Zach now. Zach, what a crazy game, what a crazy win, and a perfect way to kick off Jalen's birthday. Uh, I would like to say, everyone, do me a favor, go in the comments, uh, say happy birthday to Jalen, but Zach, what was your reaction to that one? Because that was quite the game uh we had a heart attack chat going on at the end i'm not kidding the uh the iMessage group chat was literally called heart attack and i think we're all going to lose our voices but i'm extending this question on way too long zach what were (laughs) what are your initial thoughts on
2: this one my head is just circulating right now i mean like jalen said the first quarter of that game was atrocious they couldn't get the ball moving uh tom brady was just marching down the field on, on us and luckily we were able to shut them down to a field goal in that first quarter but after that, it just kind of seemed like everything changed. And I'm gonna say uh, that big momentum changer for me was when that Kyle Fuller hit. Oh my lord, that was a huge hit. Um, that changed the momentum of the game. And uh, I'm sorry, um, we picked up that ball, uh, and, and that just that from there, that was <laughs> that was like just complete momentum change in the end of the third quarter. Um, I have to say, at the end of the third quarter, there that looked like some of the best Bears defense I have watched in years. Uh, that looked like vintage 2018 defense at the end of that third quarter there where they were just dominant. Uh, and, boy, Khalil Mack with, with an insane game. Um, but I, I do want to say uh, the the play call-in on Matt Nagy and the coach in that game was very questionable, especially at the end there. There was way too much time left on the clock for Tom Brady, and luckily our defense was able to step up there. But a minute 17 on the clock for Tom Brady uh, with the game-winning drive on the line is – not something you want to give up. So uh, that was that, an interesting call yeah. there, and uh, luckily we were able to shut that out. But, yeah, that's my instant reaction right now.
0: And that's a real testament. You mentioned at the end that Tom Brady drive. I think we were all on our heels when he had the ball with, I think, like a minute 22 left. And everyone was questioning that Matt Nagy play call at the end. Everyone was saying if we lose this this game is 100% on Nagy. But it's a real testament to the Bears' defense. You know, they haven't been the greatest all year They weren't the greatest stopping the run tonight. Obviously allowed 106 rushing yards and, or uh, excuse me, 106. Yeah, 106, all the Ronald Jones. Uh, It's a testament to these grizzled veterans who are still able to go out there and win a football game. And the Bears relied on their defense heavily in this game, and I'm so glad that they pulled it out. So we're going to get now into our MVPs of the game offensive and defensive players of the game. I'm going to kick it off with the offensive. I mean, how can it not be Nick Foles? He was spotty throughout the game. He threw a pick that probably shouldn't have been intercepted. You know, no offense to Allen Robinson, but I think he's had three balls muscled away from him this season. And it's unfortunate, but he hopefully will get better, and he's been reliable at times as well. But how can you not give it to Nick Foles? He orchestrated a couple of drives to get the Bears a couple field goals, uh, two touchdowns. It it, it was a good game by Foles, and I think he did enough to win this game. And he also proved to us that when he is in full control of this offense, he can do special things. He took control at the end of this game, and I think that's why the Bears won it. Uh, I said it again. I think his conversation there with Nagy on the sideline is going to be one of the defining moments of this Bears' season. And, man, this feels like the 2018 team and hopefully better. And kudos to Cairo for nailing that one. I'm not going to give it to him, but Nick Foles played a hell of a game when it mattered and you have to clap your hands for him. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you. You haven't been a fan of Foles in the past. You gave him credit a little bit earlier, but who is your offensive player of the game in this one?
1: Uh, Foles did show up when he needed to uh, because that that won us the game. He made some great throws at the the end of the game, Uh, but I'm going to give it to Allen Robinson. Uh, Allen Robinson had 10 receptions for 90 yards. Uh, He's been playing well these last three weeks. He had 100 yards last week uh, in garbage time, basically, and then he had over 100 yards. Um, against the Atlanta Falcons, so he's been playing well. He's he's still trying to earn that contract that that he uh, definitely deserves. But I'm I'm gonna give it to him. Uh, he definitely could have had over 100 yards. It's some plays here and there that, uh, or some catches here and there that he dropped or, or gave up for interceptions. But he still had a, a, a very good game. Uh, he was also a part of the, a reason why uh, you know we were able to move down the field and when we really needed to to put points on the board.
0: Couldn't agree with you more. A great game from Robinson, and I believe that he's going to get better. Bears fans, we all know that he is the best player on this offense, and I think everyone has full faith in him. It's been a little bit disappointing at times, but we also know he's got some contract negotiation issues going on uh, that are being glorified throughout the entire league, and it's probably one of the most dramatic things that's happened all offseason, but or all season, but Ryan Pace has to extend him, and I don't blame you for giving it to him. Zach, I could see a way you could give Jimmy Graham – the uh the the offensive player of the game just because uh that catch might have been the catch of the year thus far and it was a great throw by Foles but
2: who's your offensive player of the game in this one absolutely that jimmy graham catch was phenomenal but i'm actually not giving it to him i'm gonna give it to david montgomery here um we got the first rushing touchdown of our of our uh 2020 season here from david montgomery tonight uh we only had 10 carries for 29 yards from david tonight but uh, so not a very very good performance on the on the ground uh, in that aspect, but um, we saw him in the receiving game. He caught seven uh, passes for for thirty yards, um, and, and that's something that we saw uh, last week against Indianapolis. He caught some, a couple of passes, and he's been getting introduced more into the passing game, uh, and I like that a lot. I think he's a great you know he's elusive back. Um, so he, I'm going to give it to him tonight as we score our first rushing touchdown of the season, um, and hope to see more from him soon.
0: You know, I I didn't think that was coming, but you have to give credit to Montgomery. He was getting hit behind the line so much in this game, and he was able to evade tackles and at least get back to the line of scrimmages scrimmages in in, in certain plays or possibly put a couple yards up there, so it was a great game for Montgomery. I'm glad he finally got in the end zone. Uh, Some well-deserved recognition for him there uh, from Zach, so... Heading to our defensive player of the game, I think this is a pretty easy one, personally speaking. Uh, It's got to be Khalil Mack. He just came out on NFL Network a few minutes ago and said, uh, we smelt blood in the water. Uh, What a game for him. I feel like he has a couple of these statement games a year. He came up absolutely massive when we needed him to. One of our three key matchups of the game uh, was getting to Tom Brady, and he did exactly that. So kudos to him. He had a hell of a... Of a game. Uh, I've got to give it to Khalil Mack. Zach, I'm going to pass it back to you. Or are we in agreement here?
2: Um, Actually, yeah, 100% it's going to be Mack. But I do want to give some recognition here to uh, Daniel Trevathan. Uh, Dion Bush is out and Sherrick Mamanis are out for this game. Um, and Daniel Trevathan has not been playing very well. Uh, he stepped up and he had nine tackles today. And there were a lot of key tackles that he made today, uh, especially, I think he had a couple on third down actually that, that forced a punt. Or some field goals. And I think that deserves recognition because he has not been playing well. Um, That's something that you have to look forward to and be optimistic about because uh, thankfully we'll we'll hopefully see him um, in that defensive, uh, I'm sorry, in the on defense a lot more and be able to make those plays again. Um, But definitely, I'm definitely going to give it to Khalil Mack today. Um, Those two sacks were huge. He should technically have three. I disagree completely with. that I mean, call. I think he
0: should technically have four. I mean, I haven't four, mentioned right. it yet, but he he I, body slammed Tristan Wirfs on a play. Does that count for anything?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. So I, I disagree with that call. Um, that on that third sack that he had, I was technically second at the time, but um, they called personal. Uh, they called roughing the passer, and I didn't agree with that. But um, he stepped up huge, and he was just he was bullying that offensive line. Um. And that was just an amazing performance and smelling blood in the water. That was exactly what he was smelling tonight.
0: Yeah, a heck of a game for Mac and we're hoping Trevathan can step it up more. There have been some moments where my trust for him has been weary, but Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you. I think we're all going to be in consensus here because I don't know how you could give it to anyone else, but who is your Mm -hmm. defensive player of the game in this one?
1: I'm definitely going to give it to Khalil, you know, Uh, I feel like he definitely should have had three sacks. That was a bogus call. I'll call him a roughing the passer when he was sacking the passer, but that, oh, that made no sense to me. Uh, but, yeah, Khalil had a, had a big game, you know. He, he showed up. He's the reason why we traded two first-round picks for him, giving him all this money. Uh, you know he, he the sack numbers haven't been there uh, in, in the last couple of games, but the, the pressures has. He's open. He's giving a lot of opportunities to Akeem and Brent Urban, who's actually been playing uh, very well lately. Uh, shout out to him. And, uh, and Mingo has too. So he's giving opportunities to to all these pass rushers. But uh, this was his game where he you know put actual stats on the board or stats you know on you know what I'm trying to say. Like he he showed up. Extremely happy for Khalil. Um, you know he he's definitely the mvp
0: 100% and you also have to give credit An honorable mention i'm going to say this for all of us to kyle fuller cuz that was such a big play shifting momentum in the th- in the second quarter i believe uh yeah the, yeah it was yeah, the second quarter the Bears right before lead. uh that was a heck of a play by fuller and i still think he's one of the most underrated cornerbacks in the league so kudos to him he's playing up to his contract and that secondary has been very good it wasn't the greatest game for jalen johnson but He was getting attacked a lot, and he stepped up when he needed to, so kudos to him. And also, kudos to DeAndre Houston Carson. He had a blown coverage on a first down to Cameron Brate in the fourth quarter, but he knocked down the game-winning pass. That was a throw to, I believe, either Brate or Gronkowski, so kudos to him. It was Gronk. Okay, yeah, Tom Brady went to his guy uh, on fourth and five, and kudos to DeAndre Houston Carson, someone who's only really seen opportunities on special teams. He stepped up big in this one. Finally, before we end this one off, Uh, You know, I think the play of the game was Khalil Mack literally flopping uh, a 320-pound 6'5", Tristan Wirfs. But we're going to talk about some spots that the Bears need to improve uh, moving into week six. It's going to be so big if they can capitalize and beat the Carolina Panthers, and that coverage will start uh, pretty soon. So what I would have to say is, number one, the Bears are, I think, going to have to sign a guard. It seems like James Daniels is out for the year. There was a lot of Alex Barr's hype throughout the season uh, and ever since he's been here, but he got completely toasted tonight. There are some good options like Josh Klein out there for the Bears. Uh, so I think they're going to have to bring in a guard just to help get that run game going because the interior offensive line for the Bears has been incredible so far, uh, a slow last two games. But even guys like Jermaine Fetty have started out really strong, and we always know how great Cody Whitehair is. And then secondly, I would say sign a player on the other side of the ball at the about the same spot. The Bears need a nose tackle. Damone Harrison is on the practice squad for the Seattle Seahawks. I don't think the Bears are going to sign him off because I think he'll get activated quite soon. But the Bears do need to bring in a nose tackle at this point. But Lawl Nichols was not terrible tonight, but we can tell that the Bears are missing Eddie Goldman. A guy I like is Marcel Darius. Uh, Also, one last thing before I pass it off to my co-host. I think you got to let Foles run the offense when he wants to. We've seen suspect play calling from Nagy throughout the season, and it almost slipped away from us in this game. And Foles was confident in what he wanted to do, and he got it done. So, Kudos to Nick Foles, uh, and also kudos to the players who stepped in tonight. But the Bears, I think, need to look to make additions at nose tackle, also guard, and then let Nick Foles run this damn offense. So, Zach, I'm going to pass it to you now. What do you think the Bears need to improve upon moving forward if they want to continue this win streak and hopefully move to 5-1 and one next weekend in Carolina?
2: Well, we talked about it in the pregame show, but uh, I'm going to continue talking about it here on the postgame show. Um, our biggest factor moving forward is still going to be the offensive line. Um, so I'm sorry, James Daniels, uh could be out for the season here. Um, I don't know if we've mentioned it yet, but that is huge for the offensive line. That's a huge hit. Um, and Alex Bars was getting absolutely destroyed in the line tonight. Um, and we were just weren't able to get anything established on the running game. So, uh, once again this week we we were shut down uh, in terms of the running game. Um, I just I really hope we're going to be able to improve it here. And and James Daniels being out, he was definitely one of the best pieces on this offensive line, if not the best um, that we've seen so far from from this players offensive line. But uh, boy, it, it just doesn't look good for a running game. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to fix that. And, and hopefully Nick Foles can keep airing it out here and complete the passes and, and do what he did tonight. But we'll see.
0: We've seen Nick Foles be a little bit spotty throughout the season, but he definitely came up big versus Atlanta and came up way bigger in a way bigger game tonight against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Quite the win for the Bears in a, in a comeback victory. Definitely an upset. Jalen, before we close this one out, what do you think the Bears need to improve upon if they want to continue making this a win streak and just to do better throughout the season? Because this is one of the toughest opponents the Bears will face all season. So what do we need to take from this game if we want to continue to improve throughout the season?
1: I think it's kind of obvious. Both the both the offensive line and, and the defensive line, um, has to improve or have to, have to improve. Excuse me. Uh, you know, like you said, James Daniels might be out for the year, and he was playing w- really well. Like he was looking really good. Uh, for it to be for it to be in his third year, he's still really young as well. Uh, it sucks if he's out for the whole season. I like you said uh, before, Alex Barr stepped in, and you know he didn't play the best game. I'm a, I'm a huge Alex Bars fan, but um, you know he we can't rely on him to be. Uh, be our starter for the remainder of the season. So if there's anybody out there that we can sign um, and have them step in for James, if he is out for the rest of the season, that's going to help. And, uh, you know, we still can't stop the running game. Eddie Goldman opting out was probably the hugest loss for for us in in the last couple years, um, you know, when it comes to acquisitions and, and losing players and stuff like that. Uh, we we've been able to stop the run over the past couple of years, and and this season him him opting out is is really showing that uh, he was really like he was part of uh, a huge part of the reason why we were so good at, at stopping it. So uh, you know Snacks Harrison signed with the Seahawks, and you know I, I doubt we sign him off the practice card because like you said before he's probably going to get activated sooner. Uh, but if we can find a, a, a D tackle that's good at stopping the run for for cheap. Uh, we we definitely have to do it, but the O line and D line have to improve, as well as the play calling. You know, I don't know why Nagy is so infatuated with, with screen calls or screen plays on on third and long. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know why Nagy is so infatuated with that. But other than that, uh, we played a really good game. The defense showed up. This is the second time in the world where the defense only allowed one touchdown and was was very good in, in the red zone. Offense has to continue to play consistent. They didn't play a, a good first half, you know. And we, our weaknesses still showed in the third. We still haven't scored a single point in the third quarter, which is crazy to me. But uh, it's all about staying consistent. We have ten days until our next game. Uh, we we have a, a whole week to to get better, and that's all that matters.
0: The Chicago Bears are four and one, and they hopefully will not come out slow in week six against the Carolina Panthers that's our recap for a 2019 win in week five prime time dub for Nick Foles and the Bears over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before we close this one out once again I would like to say if you made it this far it's Jalen's birthday so or when you're seeing this is Jalen's birthday so if you are if you have made it this far and you are watching on YouTube do us a favor Don't only drop a like on this video for Jalen, but do us a favor. Go give him some birthday wishes down in the comments. I'm sure he'd appreciate it. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, Beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs each and every day there, and it's only going to continue to pump out as the Bears continue to pump out these impressive comeback wins. Uh, if you would like to find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, you can find it on both platforms, at Beardown. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media fan pages on Instagram down in the description. Zach Rimbos, Jalen McClinton. It's about time to go to bed. It's 12, 13 in the morning, but uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to sleep too well tonight. Uh, I was anxious all night. My heart, my heart rate is definitely up, uh, but I, I'm so glad. I'm so happy that the Bears got this one done. Any last words, guys?
2: I mean, not really. A, I'm not really going to be going to sleep here pretty soon. Not just because of the game, but I do have to edit this as well. So, um, I'm yeah. Not, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, hey. no, it's fine. But it just, uh, you know, I, I just, I'm so excited for this team, and we move on to Panthers next, right? Um, so that'll be a huge game for us to to be able to hopefully move on to five and one, and uh, let's just keep the momentum going. And yeah, bear down.
1: This win is gonna be. If we do make the playoffs, winning this game, uh, the next stretch of games we play, we play the Panthers, and, and then I think we play the Saints and or the Rams, and, and then the Saints after that. So the, these next three games are going to be huge. So winning this game to already put us at four wins in the first five weeks of the season uh, is definitely going to help us make the playoffs. But the Bears W and, uh, and my birthday is in a couple hours. You know, I can't be more excited. Uh, bear down.
0: Bear down. That'll pretty much do it for us, guys. We're pretty much at a loss of words, but if you did enjoy this pregame show and made it this far, whatever platform, or excuse me, postgame show, what am I saying? It's late at night. Sorry, I'm flustered. But do us a favor, whatever platform you're listening on, subscribe. We're going to keep posting the content for you guys. It's been a pleasure to be your host once again. My name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, through the heart attacks and through the pain of some of these games, smile because the Chicago Bears are 4-1. and one. As always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. Moving on to week six. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.